What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Moose Milk Podcast. This is episode 72. <clears throat> 72. I'm just going to start right off the bat saying I apologize for my voice. I have been sick all week, so I may be uh, <clears throat> clearing my throat a little bit and coughing. I apologize, but yeah, I've been really sick all week, so not much I can do about it. Uh, hope everybody else is doing well, though. Gonna wait for Mr. At Customs by Matthew to join us, and we will get started on Obi Wan Kenobi episode one and two with spoilers. So just be prepared for that. We will be spoiling it, even though it just came out today. You've had your time. Here's Matthew. Possibly. There it is. Hey, Hi. How are you? You know. I'm fucking here, man. Oh, I, I know. I see you. <laughs> How are you? I've been very, very sick. Yeah, I saw your Facebook thing. That's not good. You get, you have the flu? Yeah, I thought I had COVID, but... Still not apparently positive? Not. That's good. I, I mean, it's good as... But, uh, yeah, I was really, really sick. I uh, almost called an ambulance on Tuesday, so. That sucks, man. I just realized I'm sitting here puffing away while we're doing this. Oops. No, it's not good. I'm at my in-laws, so I'm allowed to puff in the, the work shed here. It's a beauty, man. It's a beauty. That's a life right there. It is a beauty. Absolutely. What um, else is new? What are you up to? I had a fucking busy week, man. It was annoying. Yeah, I got a. I I screwed up my um my flight, so I thought next week I was leaving Friday night, like Friday night, like overnight into Saturday morning flight. But I screwed up, and I'm actually supposed to be going Thursday. So I spent like all day Thursday this week trying to like rebook my flights change my flights and change my hotels and it was really fucking annoying did they let you or no yeah they let me i had to pay a lot but whatever i just expense it anyway so i don't really give a shit but yeah i guess it's not your body but cares yeah i tried it i tried to make it as cheap as possible but i'm like that not cheap so <laughs> well what can you do what do you do just fucking live, baby. So yeah, for people that maybe haven't paid attention, uh, this is our last episode for a month. Because now we traveling, then I am on vacation. So we won't yeah. be back until what is it, June twenty fourth, I believe. Yeah, or something like that. I believe it's June twenty fourth. Yes, because you're gone tenth, and or I'm gone tenth, and you're gone seventeenth. Yep. Yeah, so twenty fourth. So I think that's the celebrate. last. That'll be the last episode of Kenobi that week. I think. Wouldn't yeah. It? Yeah. So, so three, four, five, six. Yeah. Yeah. So when we come back, we will recap all of Obi Wan Kenobi after this first two episodes. So we'll just do like a whole season spoiler cast. We'll probably just do a whole episode dedicated to that, and then yep. maybe the next episode we'll dedicate completely to Miss Marvel. Right. When does that start again? June 8th. So we'll have like two or three episodes to talk about of that. Cool. I also am going to go see Jurassic Park at some point too, I think. I would like to do that. I don't know if I'm going to be able to go for 10th and then obviously I'm on vacation. So I'm going to have to figure it out. But if possible, yeah, we can talk about that as well. Yeah. I'm going to go and see it on that. Uh, I think I had mentioned it on the show before, but... Uh, that Screen X, did I tell you about that? It's that new Cineplex thing. It's like a, it's like a screen, like a big, like wraparound screen. And it's like okay. the idea is it's like a fully immersive, like, you know, full aerial view of like being in a shot kind of thing. Oh, it's what's, uh, that's what IMAX is supposed to be, isn't it? Yeah, but it's not because IMAX doesn't really have the curved screen. It's just humongous. So, well, like, like an actual IMAX screen is supposed to be curved, I think, slightly on the sides. 
Yeah, but it is a little. It is a little bit. This is way different, though. This is like uh, fully. We don't have an actual IMAX screen here, so like our yeah, IMAX screen is like fucking. Well, now we don't even have one because they closed. They closed the other theater, city. But, yeah, yeah. But that that was like half an IMAX screen. Like it's not real IMAX screen. Yeah. Well, I went to an IMAX theater uh, to see Doctor Strange when I went last week with my oh, buddy. Yeah, we saw it in IMAX, but this one's different. There's only five of them in Canada. So, and downtown oh, Vancouver fuck. is one of them. So, I think it's like a test thing to see how it go- does. So, I want to check it out and see. So, I'm thinking about if yeah. Jurassic Park's playing at it, I'm thinking about going and seeing Jurassic Park there and doing that. No, it'd be awesome. I wish we had something cool like that. But, yeah, again, we're in the city in fucking Canada. So, <laughs> hey, that's not true. It's expensive to live there. <laughs> yeah, there, it's expensive to live here and there's literally nothing to do. There's it's nothing, great. yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we got a lot. Of, we're gonna have a lot of shit to cover. Fuck, I forgot all about Miss Marvel. Jumping right into Miss Marvel, did you hear? It seems like a lot of the uh, kind of first reactions coming out. Everyone's saying it's very charming. Seems like it's very, oh. very, very po- positive. Did you happen to see? Any I don't of think it? it's gonna be negative. Like, it's very rare when a Marvel thing comes out and everybody's like, "This sucks." Like. Critically, they're all pretty well received. Now, whether it's going to be up our alley or if it's going to be geared towards, towards like a family friendly, you know, young yeah. audience, like, yeah. I think that's just a, it can be charming, but it cannot be up, it might not be for us. You know? Right, right. Yeah. I mean, like, Toy Story 4 was charming. I wouldn't like go out of my way to watch it again, but like, right. you know what I mean? Like, I can I can see the appeal to that movie for like a family friendly audience. It's a, it's a well made movie. It's just you know, same yeah. as Miss Marvel. Like, it could be a well done show. It just might not be great for us. You know? Yeah, yeah, fair. Yeah, I don't know what to expect, but I, I was happy to see that the first reactions seemed to be like mostly positive. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. That's, no, that's cool. great. The nice thing is for this one is I'm going in with low expectations and yeah. it's also about a character that I literally know next to nothing about. So I only know a little bit about her from the uh, video game that they put out uh, the Avengers or uh, mm-hmm. whatever That's right. it was. I forgot she was yeah. in that. But um, I only play a little bit of it. Like it wasn't a very well made game. So Anyway, yeah, but I remember. That. I didn't know much about it. <laughs> yeah. but, so, um, um, what did you what did you watch this week, or what oh, did you? I could go on for seven days about what I watched this week. Well, because I was, you were sick, because you weren't working. <laughs> I I only worked two days this week because of the holiday, and I was sick, so I called in sick two days. So I actually pretty much only watched television and slept for you know the majority of the week. That sounds great. So, yeah, so I mean, I've got down to the last 50, aisle, 50 episodes of X-Files, so I watched, I don't know, another 20 or so this week, um, <laughs> just, yeah, just steaming through them. Um, <laughs> season 7 was pretty weak overall. I think Season 7 is probably the weakest season so far. Mm. Uh, How many seasons I mean, is there again? 11, but like the last two are like the more recent like comeback right, seasons right, right. or whatever. Yeah. So it ended originally in Season 9. Um, right. But season eight, like, it was a huge shift for the show because uh, David's company left the show, basically. Oh, oh. so oh, okay. They replaced, like, the main character with uh, Robert Patrick from Terminator 2. Okay. You know, like, the Terminator in Terminator 2, the, not Arnold, but the other one that's, like, you know, liquid oh, metal and shit. Oh, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He went down. Yeah, so that's Robert Patrick. He, he became, like, one of the lead characters with Gillian Anderson in season eight and nine. Weird. Um, David's a company kind of left, basically like left the show. So he's in like Weird. six episodes for the rest of the series. But um, yeah, so I don't know. I, like everybody shits on the change of like the lead character and everything like that. But like I actually like really liked it. I think season eight so far is like really strong. So nice. um, yeah, I'm digging it. But uh, other than that, so Stranger Things season four came out today. I finished it. All of it? Yeah, nine hours. I just finished it about seven minutes before uh, before we started. Holy shit! <laughs> Excuse me. Um, so I won't spoil it for people because obviously it came out today. It's only, you know seven episodes. Most people probably haven't finished it by now. But um, I love Stranger Things. I'm super nostalgic for like the '80s, even though I was born in '85. Like 
I wasn't really cognizant of the 80s, but like, I love yeah, the 80s. but it's those 80s movies that we loved, like, growing up, yeah. right? Yeah. And Stranger Things is just like reeks of 80s nostalgia. It's, you know, neon, it's, it's before cell phones, before the internet. It's, you know, roller rinks and, and uh, video games. And like, this is just straight up, you know, talks to me. So I love, I'm a huge fan of Stranger Things. And season four is great. I mean, it's, uh, Pull on the same heartstrings of the 80s vibes. It's well acted. It's well written. The episode lengths, I know, aren't going to be a turn off for people. And there are already people complaining about it, but I love it. What, like, too, too long or too short? Or? Way long. Like, there's the last episode of the series, of the season, like, they're splitting it into two parts. So there's seven episodes out now. And the last two episodes are going to come out in July of the okay. season. Okay. Um, so. The the seventh episode that like the last episode the, the cliffhanger is, yep is uh, hour and forty minutes long. Ooh, and it is long. The, are, the, they usually, the, are they usually like an hour? Yeah. Um, every episode this season is basically between an hour and fifteen minutes and an hour and twenty minutes long. Damn, and that's crazy. the last episode of the season, I guess, is over two hours. <laughs> I've been basically. It's basically a movie. So I don't know. I uh, I I love it. Like I, I wish more shows would just get rid of like, oh, we have to do like a forty minute thing. Like I like the I aspect. It. I of get it. it though. I get I get having it stick to a certain time limit. I think. Look, I think if you're willing to sit down for a two hour movie, then what's the difference if you're willing to sit down for a two hour episode of a show? Like for me, it's because more is not always better. I agree. Um, not one of these episodes felt long to me, though. Like, I, I've just binged the last six episodes since I woke up, or the last yeah. five episodes since I woke up. So from, like, 6 p.m. till now, I watched six episodes in a row, or five episodes in a row. Um, it, none, none of it feels long. Like, it all feels like it completely works. It's all about an hour and 15 minutes long. and they not, I wasn't, like, bored or anything like that. So to me, like, the episode lengths work fine for the show because it didn't feel like oh god get on with it we're just wasting yeah, yeah. time here but, um i can understand like people are like hey i have you know 30 minutes after the kids are to bed to watch an episode of something or whatever and i don't have an hour and a half to sit there and binge your show you know so yeah 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 That's I, I can good. see it losing some people because of that but like for me it was perfect so i don't know i, I really mean, it's still it. compelling you can always just stop it after an hour if you can only invest an hour then you invest an hour and that's it or you watch an episode a day or whatever. Like yeah. you don't have to binge just because it's available to binge. I I love binging shows, but yeah, Ryan's you know. just fucking weird because he can finish <laughs> a yeah. whole season of hour and a half long episodes and no. Time. That's me. That's um, also, want to throw out a shout out to the show Shorzy that I uh, concluded today in Canada. It's on Crave. I think it's going to Hulu in the states. Uh, it's a spinoff of Letter Kenny. It's all about like Canadian oh, hockey, yeah. basically. Um, it's really, really funny, really, really good. It's only six episode season, but the last two episodes came out today, and they're also really, really good. And then obviously, I watched Obi Wan. Yeah, um, and I think that's it. Sweet deal, man. Watching some hockey shit too, but you know. right, hockey playoffs, hockey playoffs. So, how about you, man? Uh, we watched. Season one of Barry this week. It was fucking good, oh, I man. It. Wow, you liked really it? Good. Yeah, I really liked it. It took me a couple episodes before I was like, like, we would get to the end. Because we don't really do a lot. We'll usually do like two episodes a night. Maybe a, yeah. maybe a third one. Uh, sure. I think it was like eight episodes or something like that the first season was. But man, fucking. I think I watched the first two and I balanced, but maybe yeah, the first one. I want to say that like by the end of the third one, I was like, "Ooh, let's let's keep going." So okay. I think it gets to a point where it starts to get to you know you know sometimes that's just how it is, right? A couple episodes, yeah, yeah. Just, it's whatever, and then you get to a point where it leaves you in a cliffhanger, and then you want to get to the next one, and yeah, it's it, it does that a few times, so it's it's that's very good. funny. It was good and funny, and Bill Hader's fucking amazing in it. He's so fucking good. And there's just so many little fucking hilarious, like, little things, like, you see in the background or a little, you know. Sure. And there's just, a, there's such the attention to detail, just those little extra bits to go, you know, just to push it over the edge in terms of comedy, just one little inch more, you know, and it's... 
Is this like gory or is it? No, 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 it's not gory. No, no. it's about. He's like, like a. He's like an assassin or something, right? Yeah. So basically, he's like, without giving too much away, he the first season focuses around he goes to he's an assassin, and he's supposed to like put it. He's supposed to kill this guy, but instead he gets uh, close to him by joining his acting class, and then all of a sudden he like decides that he wants to be an actor, and like he starts falling for this girl who's in his class, and then it's this balance of him trying to like keep this life of being an assassin and keeping his secret life of being an assassin from his friends in his acting class. And it's just like, it's fun. It's pretty funny, man. Like there's some, I'll have to get into it. Yeah. There's a, there's this guy, one of the mob guys, his name's Hank. He has a like another name, but it's like his, his name's Hank. And like, he's so fucking funny. There's just so many little things that he'll do. And he's just, super flamboyant and it's just he's it's great man it's it was a ton of fun so yeah we watched all of season one and uh we got one or two episodes into season two i think so it's already starting to kind of pick up even at the end of season one it kind of wraps it all up nicely uh but then like i think right when we get into season two it like immediately kind of takes off and it's like oh yeah <laughs> i'll have to uh once i've done x-files i'll have to watch it yeah yeah, I recommend it. It was a lot of fun. And again, if you like Bill Hader, like you can yeah, see, yeah, you can see his um, like his hands kind of all over it, right? With the writing That's and stuff, it. it's lots yeah. of like little subtle things that are just great. So, um, I also uh, finished watching Star Wars Episode Two. Uh, I was trying to get through all three before Obi Wan, but I couldn't. I just didn't have time. So. Uh, and it was fine. I still, th- I, I kind of think after uh, rewatching them, I kind of think that episode two is the worst one. I actually think it might be worse than Phantom Menace. So originally, when I seen them all three in theaters, like coming out of the theaters, two was my favorite one. And Me I too. It was Me too. Still- I think it was just because of like the end battle scene with Clone like Wars. the troopers and everything like that. Yep. But. Rewatching them like more recently, definitely episode one's I think the best of the three. Like I, I, I hate the third one. I think the third one's awful. But you think the episode one is the best of the three? Yeah. No, I, I think episode three is for sure the best of the three. But I I'd say one. I say three, three, one, two. Three is just so like a kid smashing toys together for three hours. Like it's just. It's not even a fucking good, well-made movie, and the acting is so bad in three. I just can't. The, pro- think the problem with the prequels is there's so much story that's like left on the table, and there's so many missing things that if you had that information, it would make it so much better. Like, which is what the Clone Wars, the, the TV show, the Clone right. Wars does, basically fills in a lot of those storylines, and it bridges yeah. two and three. But I mean, on the same page. You know, there's like a pretty good chunk of time between each of those three movies, so a lot can happen. Like even going from episode one to episode two, it's yeah, like, it's like yeah, like the opening crawl in episode ten is like set, or in episode two is set like it feels like it's like ten years in the future, and it's just like oh, uh, we're at war, and this guy's here, and this guy's here, and it's like, yeah. dude, well, like, and who are these people? Eight year like eighteen. Yeah, yeah, true. There you go. But it's just, uh, yeah, I don't. Two really suffers from some pretty bad CGI. Oh, <laughs> some all the movies have some really bad CGI. CGI. Yeah. They're great in their time, but as it's, it's my dog making a nest. No, he's playing with a toy that he's digging into. <laughs> to open. When there's a little squeaker in a toy, he has to get the squeaker out and destroy it. <laughs> and so he's trying to get the squeaker out, but he can't do it. But that's funny. That's funny. Um, and then, uh, and then we also watched uh, that uh, that thing you do with Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks and Colin Hanks. I've seen it since it came out. Oh yeah, Kate was watching it one night, so I was like, "Oh, I'll watch that." So I sat down and watched that. It was pretty good. Right on. As a band, that's former a, band guy, I was like, you. "I get it." What's that? That's a busy week for you. You watched a lot. I know I did watch a lot, yeah. And then I watched no my problem. usual toy shows. Uh, 
And I badly, I think this weekend, so I'm at my in-laws this weekend, Kate staying the weekend and then going to Montreal on Sunday, I think, or Monday. Oh, wow. So I think this weekend I'm probably going to watch, I, I want to watch Chippendale Rescue Rangers. I watched, I listened to a podcast, like the Weekly Planet, and they talked about it and they got me so hyped for it. There seems like there's a lot of good little bits in there. So My friend Brett, uh, is also a huge Lonely Island fan and uh, Andy Samberg fan, and he said, "Absolutely watch it." He's like, "You'll love it because it's so Lonely Island and it's so." Yeah, I heard. Towards the I heard there's a song. There's like a song about a hippopotamus or something, and yeah, apparently it's like really he, funny. So he said, "He said like people our age will love it because it's definitely aimed at us rather than like kids." Here's like a not a it's more of a cameo spoiler i'm not i don't know anything really about the character but apparently uh he, uh ugly sonic you know the sonic from the first uh trailer that they took out because he was so ugly and fans hated it apparently yeah. he's in it and he's voiced by uh tim robinson from i think you should leave <laughs> and apparently he's just like super annoying and is just like always hanging around and stuff the fact that like that ugly Sonic was ugly actually Sonic, like, gonna come out in the movie is just insane to me. I know, so crazy. But like an example of the people, they're just so disconnected. They don't know what people want. Well, originally, like for the video game, right? Like I don't know if you know this, but like the original video game when it was gonna come out, uh, they basically well, this is gonna be a long, convoluted story. But Sega was <laughs> mostly geared to Japan, right? And they were, they wanted to break into the American market, so. Uh, they were they were like basically getting American businessmen to like decide what to launch, basically to get big and popular in the states. And so they showed them Sonic for the first time before it had come out. And Sonic was like hideous, I guess. And the Japanese were like, "This is going to be so popular." And the Americans were like, "This thing's a hideous. Like nobody's ever going to play this game." And so like American designers and business people went into like uh, Sega Japan basically and like changed his image to make him look more like friendly. And so they changed. So, like, I think maybe that was part of the plan for the movie, too. I don't know. Like, I don't know how you get that, like, weird human <laughs> thing. Yeah, me neither. I don't get that. Whoever was trying to come up with that one, they missed yeah. the mark in a big way. I'm drinking Rockstar. I'm drinking bubbly, <laughs> moose milk flavored bubbly. I man, if we could get a deal with bubbly to put on a moose milk flavor, it's, it's like a mix of like maple and like. Dog milk, milk. <laughs> or moose milk i guess would make more sense that sounds disgusting <laughs> i recommend public just not listen to our marketing ideas <laughs> that sounds pretty fucking disgusting yeah um, that's really funny yeah no I, i'm gonna watch chip and dale probably sometime this week I yeah, just have yeah, to I think this weekend I'm going to try to find some time to do it. So I have to work this weekend, which fucking sucks. But you got to stop. I don't usually work on weekends. I'm pretty good about not working on weekends. But this weekend, unfortunately, I have to. It's time-sensitive shit has to get done. So, yeah, well, I mean, you guys wish about Lindsay. Danielle, Lindsay, Lindsay, like Lindsay. Yeah. Yes. Hello, friend. You both look so like, You smell terrific. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I got it work decently next week because I missed so much time this week. But uh, and uh, vacation's coming up, so I'm excited. Yeah, we booked a trip to Amsterdam in August. Dude, that's sweet. Yeah, man, pretty good. I'm jealous. So, we were gonna go to. Uh, East Coast Canada. We were going to go to Newfoundland, but we decided instead it's more expensive to go to Newfoundland than it is to go to Amsterdam. Yeah. So probably within Canada, it's just stupid pricey, and it doesn't make any sense. And apparently, there's like a rental car shortage uh, on the East Coast. Apparently, yeah. so yeah. yeah, we were our plan was to do day trips and like drive places. So good thing we changed. Yeah. No, we I uh, rent a car. I have a feeling you'll have more fun in Amsterdam anyway, so. I agree. <laughs> yeah. um, we should talk about yeah. Obi-Wan. We should talk about Obi-Wan. Obi Do you want to go first? That's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Do you like that? 
It's a good I did. impression. It's very well done, sir. You should be uh, the voice actor for the future cartoons. I, uh, I absolutely loved it. Wow, really? I didn't expect you to say that. I think it might be my favorite Star Wars thing since Rogue One. Wow, that's really good. You think it's better than Mando? Yeah. Wow. I liked it, too. I really liked it. I I loved every moment of it. I thought it was really dark and cool and aimed at like, adults and not aimed at kids. And the, my biggest fault on it was, I think, the, the child... Oh, spoilers for anybody that hasn't seen yes, Obi-Wan. Yes. We are We're definitely Obi-Wan talking spoilers. spoilers. So that's your warning. If you have not seen Obi-Wan episode one or two, bounce out. Yeah. Um, the actress that plays young Le- Leia, I thought was obnoxious as shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I that was my most annoying part of the entire thing, which is like this kid's fucking obnoxious. But other than that, I loved it. I thought it was phenomenal. Initially, I thought Leia was kind of annoying, also. But then I kind of realized as we continued to move along that the idea was that she was playing this kid who's so smart. And at first, I was yeah. just like. This kid seems pretty on the fucking point for like a 10 year old. And then I realized as we moved along, the idea was they were trying to sell her as this like a before her age kind of kid that like, you know, knows what the fuck's up and she's only 10. Right. So it's like once I kind of got to that point, I was like, ah, okay, I guess I get it. And like she's 10. She's going to be fucking annoying. Kids are annoying. Yeah. Well, I I agree. I, I, I just like, she was constantly like just a fucking nuisance and like for yeah. being so smart, she he constantly fucks everything up. And I'm just like, okay, this kid. But again, though, that was, that's the, that's the, like everything she was doing. Like I, I could, I bought, like, it's not like, it's weird to me that she isn't trusting. Someone just tried to kidnap her, or kidnapped her. And now somebody else is kidnapping her saying one thing. And then he's not actually. So it's no. like, I get it. I know. I, I, I agree with what you're saying to a degree, yeah. but it's like she. I also feel like she played what she was supposed to be playing. But yeah, in, in my opinion, after I finished the second episode, the thing that stood out to me is the thing I disliked the most was the same thing. It was also Leia. Not that I didn't like the dynamic, but I just thought she was a little bit obnoxious. It was just. It was so like basically Grogu again. Like I mean, it's very much like. Hey, this excuse me, this young thing that like can't protect itself, you gotta protect it. I mean, it's very similar to Mandalorian, um, but I'm fine with that. Like, I like the aspect that this. I mean, it doesn't really work in a story sense because I mean, there's so many like things later on in Star Wars that kind of counteracts what's going on. But I, I mean, whatever, I'm fine with it. What do you mean? Well, like Obi Wan, like when he beats Leia for the first time, doesn't, like, oh. there's no, like, hey, you saved me as a child, like, she yeah. just acts like she's never been before, and, like, you know, like, stuff like that, where I'm like, okay, like, it, they make it seem like he's never left Tatooine after he landed there, he's just this old hermit that lives there, and whatever, and, like, clearly there was this big adventure that, you know, he went on, and, I don't know, I mean, they can make it work, and I'm fine with it, like, I don't care, it's, it's yeah. not that important. I think. I think it's, I kind of treat it a lot like MCU where I'm just like, when you have such an expansive amount of content, sometimes it's hard to not step on your own toes. And it's like, especially when you're comparing it to a movie that came out like 50 years ago. Yeah, no, for sure. So, because it's the same even with like Vader and Obi-Wan, you know, like, I, I remember when I watched episode four the first time and I, the vibe I got was that, Anakin or that Vader didn't know that Obi-Wan was alive and that Obi-Wan knew that Vader was alive. And then after watching this, it seems like it's the opposite. We find out that Vader's alive and Obi-Wan's like, Anakin's alive? And then, you know, so and then it's like, oh, he's been looking for you for 10 years. It's like, all right, so that's kind of different too, right? So But I mean, I assume like at some point during the series they're gonna interact at some point or have like a, a battle or whatever. Oh, like you got no we're getting a battle. We're getting a battle. Right. For sure. So you gotta assume that's the end of the series or episode six is gonna be some kind of battle where obviously nobody wins and they go their separate ways and you know, Kenobi goes back to Tatooine or whatever. But um I I think you could think of it as that as maybe like that battle end where Vader thinks he had killed Kenobi. 
or something like that. And then Kenobi's like injured or whatever, and he decides to just like spend the rest of his days on Tatooine. And so right. maybe that's why, you know, like Vader thinks he's dead is because he thinks he killed him. And meanwhile, he's just in hiding for the rest of the, you know, rest yeah, of maybe, the next maybe. I guess we'll find out as we kind of when, when we move through this and see. Yeah. But, but <clears throat> no, I thought it was really cool. And like, I loved how it picked up like right as order 66 is going off and everything like so that cool. like i thought that was really cool um it was nice to see them like immediately go super like adult with it and just be like oh yeah we're gonna kill all these younglings off and like no problem like i i, I like that all these jedi fucking trying to defend them and getting blasted and shit i was like yeah this is dope how do you like the inquisitors you're not you're familiar with the inquisitors because you play the game right i played a bit of the game i didn't play a lot of it but um, I didn't really like it that much, but uh, <clears throat> I uh, I thought they were cool. I thought I like the idea of them. I like that they're hunting Jedi. I like that they're like, I guess uh, what the third sister is like an ex Jedi or something. They're all they're all fallen Jedi. They all turn. Okay, yeah. So yeah. I like that idea a bit. I think that's really cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. I thought they're they're badass. Like I was I was I wanted to see more of them, and I was yeah. bummed that. It looks like the Grand Inquisitor is dead, but I assume he's not. But I don't know. He can't be dead because he's in Star Wars Rebels, which takes place after this. So okay. there's got to be something else happening there. But, but is he like, unless, part, like is, is he like part robot or something, or like what is what is his thing? So in in Star Wars Rebels, I don't know if you remember. In you probably don't because it's been so long, but. Episode three, when Obi-Wan gets to that planet where General Grievous is hiding and he goes to that dock and he talks to that dude that has that big red thing that goes up his head and there's like lines on his head and it's kind of long. So that's what the Grand Inquisitor looks like in. So in one of my biggest annoyances with this is like, especially after seeing is that like when I see him face on like up front and it's close, I think he looks pretty okay. But it's like as he walks, he looks like uh, like like a swollen version of the animated version because it's like his head's kind of fat and like he's not like slender and like long he's like kind of puffy and it's just like it's probably my biggest thing i dislike and like i'm sure there's a good valid reason for it so like whatever it doesn't like take away from my experience but it's just he could look so much scarier than he does but uh but yeah i i thought I love the Inquisitors. I love something. There's gonna be. There's gotta be something with with Riva or is that her name? Riva, I think her name is the third sister. Yeah. So like, I, there's gotta be something. Like she obviously knows something. She knows that Anakin's Vader. Like that's not public knowledge. So like, she obviously right. knows something. Maybe she has some history. I don't know. But I'm, did I'm, you pick I'm, up on like, uh, seeing Flea as a the the uh, bounty hunter? Uh, I didn't until I listened to a podcast after. I mean, I, I knew I recognized him. I was like, "Who the fuck is that? I know that face. Who is that?" Yeah. And then I realized <laughs> after that it was him. Very cool. Uh, I, that. I was like, "Holy shit! Please in this goddamn." <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, did you happen to notice uh, the guy who plays Boba Fett was one of the five hundred two five hundred first clones that was sitting there with his helmet out, begging for? Sparing some, yeah. some spare some change. I was yeah. like, oh, that's so cool. It's very cool. I I, I love the little touchstones that it pulls back on from the prequels, even though I think the prequels are really bad movies, but I love that it pulls little elements from them and, and sprinkles them in. And, I think um, this is going to do what Rogue One did for episode four. Not that episode four needed help, but like to me, after I saw Rogue One, I had a deeper appreciation for episode four. Oh. I feel like this is going to do that for the prequels. Because even seeing Obi-Wan, it's like, it's amazing what you can do with an actor who who's a good actor, who has, who's under good direction with a good script. Like, totally. And, like, we've never really gotten, like, outside of the end of Rogue One, we've never really gotten a badass fucking Vader thing. Like, I really want to see Vader as a young man, like, going off and fucking destroying We're going people. To. And I hope we get that. Yeah, like, I think that would be awesome to see in, in a live action Thing. I think, so I hope the next few episodes we get a lot of Vader. I think uh, I think they're really going to play up is the pain that he has from wearing that suit. 
Yeah. Because uh, in the comic books, they talk about it a lot about how it's like actually painful for him to wear. He can only wear it for like a certain amount of time. And he has to go back into the back to tank. And every time he puts it, yeah. they put it on him, it like hurts him. Well, you got to think like regardless of, of, you know, his limbs were chopped off with a fucking lightsaber. Like he's not going to be a happy camper, you know? Yeah. He's being like, you know, uh, 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 I don't know, like a cyborg almost at, at some point. Like, yep. you know, it's, it's just he's not even a real person anymore. He's just a fucking torso. Yeah. <laughs> I said they should probably, like, cover him in Vaseline so he can slip him in and out of the helmet and out of the suit and stuff. Just like a slippery little torso. <laughs> just, uh, have the whole Death Star just have uh, fucking ramps and shit so he can slide around. <laughs> just loop up the whole fucking spaceship. Jump on the Vaseline stream. Use the force to glide around, man. But you know, like oh. uh, again, like because I I was really into the comics, particularly the Darth Vader comic when Marvel took over. There's a ton of content of in those that medium of him being like a badass motherfucker. So like, there's definitely um, like history for them to draw from there if they wanted to to do that, right? So well, I, I don't think you get Ewan McGregor and uh, fucking what's his face back if. Uh, if you didn't have like a, a worthy script and a worthy like action set yeah. piece and so on and so like I, I don't think they would come back to it. They know how much well, how most fans did not like the prequels. I don't think yeah. you'd come back and be like, hey, let's do more of that. Like I think they want to redeem what they did. And so you can I, see I, I if you it. I don't know if you've watched any of Hayden's press, but like you can tell Hayden's that he jumps. Yeah, you can tell that he is like ready to like redeem himself and like you know, so it's like I'm I'm super excited. Like I I'm one of the ones who like I don't mind Hayden Christensen playing Anakin. Like again, I think he was given like some pretty horrible lines, and I think I think that again, like storyline. There's a lot of like holes in those prequels where you're like, I don't understand how you, a smart person, can fall for this, and it's just like yes, there's just so much. No, that, I, right. You can make the best actor in the world look like shit if you give him a bad script. Like it's yeah. not necessarily his fault that those movies are so bad. It's just yeah. the acting in those movies are really bad, and that's because the script is terrible. And, 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 you know, and it also Lucas doesn't help fucking... that most of it was a lot of it was green screen. So it's like I, I was I also read another thing with Obi, you uh, and McGregor, and he basically said like they were hard films to shoot because he's like it was kind of early on in the like cgi where it was like all digital environments and he's like you know a lot of the times you're just talking to nothing and you know right. he said like it's you don't really know how you did. yeah exactly yeah, yeah. so no well, i get yeah. that and I, I i so far they're off to a great start i think it's fucking great i think it's interesting i love the inquisitors i thought they're cool they're different i love that they're ruthless and just fucking butchering people and stuff. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I love that we are immediately pretty much left Tatooine like pretty pretty, pretty quickly, quickly on. We're already on the second planet. Like, get us out of here. I don't need to be on Tatooine. There are a couple other cool, noticeable uh, inclusions for Loom, who's one of the uh, bounty hunters from the bounty hunter scene in Empire Strikes Back. He's like the black C-3PO with like the bug head. Yep. He was in it. He was uh, one of the bounty hunters trying to catch Obi-Wan, which was kind of cool. How yeah. did you like um, Camille Nagiani's character? That's great. Yeah, I, I didn't yeah. I didn't know he was in it. Yeah, yeah, I knew he was in it, but I wasn't sure what he was doing, so Yeah, I didn't I didn't even know he was in it. Like uh and if I did know it, I, I totally forgot about it. So when he came on the screen, I was like, Oh, this is awesome, but he's funny, man. Yeah, I liked his I liked his character. Yeah, it was very funny. Taking money yeah. from people and like... <laughs> yeah, yeah man, gets up his sleeves. Man, like, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking funny. I, I, I hope he stays like within the series a little bit, but... Me too, me too. Yeah. Hopefully we see him again. That would be great, so... Yeah, sure. I, I mean, I, I love like fucking even just uh, uh, seeing Bail Organa again and fucking... Yep, that was um, also good. Yeah, like Owen and, and Amaru and like all that. Like I love that they're bringing this all back in, and like you could tell that like you know Owen and Baru don't want Obi Wan around Luke at all. Like 
they they really just want him to be a fucking farmer and chill and like I, I like that that they yeah. he, he didn't sell out Obi Wan but he was just like fuck off man like we don't need to. <laughs> Well, it's like he said, right? Because when he gets in- approached by that Inquisitor and they're asking if they, he knows where a Jedi is or whatever, yeah. and he's like, thank you for not kind of giving me up. And he's just like, wasn't for you, man. Like, fuck yeah. you. Just like, yeah. puts his own family at risk, so. right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I dug that. I thought it was cool. Joel Edgerton's a cool uh, uh, cast for that. Like, uh, I know that he was in the prequels, but I mean, I think I read yeah. somewhere that uh, I can't remember the showrunner's name, Chloe something, but she was saying like, um, like how grateful she's like one of the best things from the prequels. Like that is that choice for casting is she's like we benefited so gratefully for that for George casting Joel Edgerton to play Owen because like now we have this great yeah. actor to continue on yeah. the role right yeah no I, I i hope they're in it more like i i hope i i i hope that they keep building stories from the prequels like you said like filling in the gaps and, and interesting things like that like I, I think that's the strong suit of the mcu is making bad movies better with yep with extra themes and other things and like that's what they're doing they did with rogue one and um i hope they do that with the prequels it's like yeah let's make the prequels better and like i hope they do that with the sequels too it's like Hey, look, can we make seven, eight, nine good by adding interstitial things or or extend things or things that you missed or whatever? Like that that'd be great. It's funny because uh, when we kind of kick off, we see like Obi Wan's kind of disconnected from the whole Jedi thing, and he gets approached by a, a kind of a Jedi who's been looking for him, and he basically tells him to like live a normal life and like don't. He's like, get rid of your lightsaber and stop helping people and just blend in kind of thing and i thought like it actually pulled in some uh some draw from like uh the last jedi where like luke was just like yeah i'm not fucking doing this anymore like fuck this shit the world's a fucking shitty place and i don't want to fucking deal with it and i was like yeah it has to be exhausting you constantly have to do the right thing you know yeah yeah but i love that like diamond like kind of like it reminded me a lot of that. And it's weird because like, I remember when that originally, when I saw the last Jedi, I was like, that doesn't feel like a Luke Skywalker trait. Like I don't, I don't really buy Luke Skywalker doing that, but then we see it here and it's like, Oh, but I, I, I still feel that way. Like, I don't think that's a Luke Skywalker thing. Like I don't feel I don't, like I don't either. I don't either. He becomes so jaded by that. Like he, he was so, the hero type that like he would always want to do the right thing where i feel like obi-wan it makes more sense for like basically he's responsible in some way for the downfall of the jedi he, he his best friend his padawan he fuck you know he screwed up on and they lost like i could see him being like i'm better off not you know fucking like, things up any worse than i've already had yeah, and, and piecing out of the thing. So, like, I kind of get it for his character, where he's like, you know what? Like, I'm not meant to be this hero Jedi. Like, I fuck everything I touch up. So, I'm just gonna piece out on it. Where for Luke, it doesn't make as much sense, I think. But yeah, I like that. I, I don't love that either, the Luke one either. But I just found it was interesting because I was like, it's an interesting, <laughs> similar dynamic. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I, I mean, even like the the him burying his lightsaber out in the sand and him digging it up and like all that shit. Like I loved all that because I was like, oh, yeah. this is really cool. Yeah. Um, the droids, like I, I, even though like they always seem to have a new droid in every you know movie, every show, everything. Like obviously they want to sell merchandise and toys, and there's always a new droid yep. that we've seen before, and it's like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Why wouldn't we see this droid before? But like even Leia's droid, I was like, "Well, that's a toy that I would totally see buying." Like, this this, this morning, this morning it got revealed they're doing like a life size prop, which leads me to believe that and the uh, Obi Wan figure that came with or like for this season or whatever or this year this series comes with one as well. So my guess is that that character is going to be a, an important part or at least some kind of a part in this series. If she's well, getting a, a replica and an accessory as a figure, so. Well, he's going to repair it probably in the next episode to get back to Lego, right? So yeah. I assume when he fixes it, he's going to add something to it or make it stronger or whatever as like a protective droid from Lego or something like that that follows him around. So I, I can see maybe. that. Maybe. I, really, I don't really see Obi-Wan as a technical person, but maybe. 
Well, you know, Obi Wan himself fixing it maybe brings it to somebody, somebody else. But like, I could see that being a, a, a part of like, all right, I gotta go fight somebody. This droid's gonna protect you as I fight right. off, you know, the Inquisitors or whatever. Did uh, how did you like that interaction between Obi Wan and the Jawa? Oh, it's great. Ah, oh, fuck! It was so funny. I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was so good. You need to replace your uh, what is it? Your water, chipset for yeah, for water purifier. Yeah, water moisturizer or vaporizer or something. Vaporizer. He's like, <laughs> yeah, I have to replace it because you just stole it from me. <laughs> uh, that's very good. <laughs> yeah, no, I I, I like it. I, Okay, come on. I liked it. I think it was really good. I'm very excited to see what, like, I hope the episodes are long next week. I hope it's not, like, back down to 35 minutes. I hope it's an hour. Me too. Well, the first one was 56, but that, a lot of it was that. There was, like, a good four-minute recap, I think, from the previous Four-minute recap and, like, the end credit scene on every episode. It's, like, five minutes, so. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, so it's actually. I, like I would love to see them stay around forty-five runtime. Would be great. Fifty. Yeah. Great. No, sure. uh, there are a couple of things that I didn't. Uh, not that I didn't like, but there was uh, in episode one when he gets on his little camel thing and he starts riding across the desert for the first time. Yeah. The CGI is very janky in that. I don't yeah. know if you caught it, but like it really, really stood out to me. I was just like, whoa, it looks like someone just like cut and paste that and just threw it up on top and didn't do anything to really blend it in. And it they made it in paint. Oh, it looked bad. I was just like, yeah, no, I did that. Not good. But you know what? I'm I'm starting to realize that I think a lot of shows that are coming out right now is all this CG and stuff was done during COVID and yep working from home and everything like that and i think that's why it looks so janky is like you don't have a team of you know 35 people 50 people whatever working on the scene like you have a one person at home working on this part another person working at home on this part and they're not communicating in person they're sending it back and forth between each other whatever and it just doesn't work like it you're seeing it in video games a lot you're thinking a lot of shows that are coming out like it's just the cg bad yeah like look at Hulk. Uh, look at that trailer for Hulk. Did you see yeah, they feel. they fixed it? Did you see that they fixed it? No, I didn't know. Oh, they released. They're apparently on the official website. They up. They show a picture of the updated look for her, and they went back to the trailer and fixed some of the seat. Not, it's still not like amazing, but like some of the really noticeable bad stuff has been fixed. Yeah, I mean that's good. I I, I hope that people going and saying like this looks bad, fixing it. Yep, it's the same as the Sonic thing, right? It's like yep, when exactly. Sonic came out, the trailer was bad, and everybody yelled about it. They fixed it. Like, yeah, sorry, but you have to make the show look good, or don't put it out. Like, delay yeah, it. I, I'd rather I agree. wait for the CG to be good than put out a show that looks like shit. I agree totally. Um, and the other thing I didn't love was. I get, again, I get that they're trying to make it seem like Le- Leia is like a you know ahead of her time. But, like, I just could not get into the scene where she got kidnapped, where those guys were chasing her. I just could not believe that those guys, three of them, could not catch her. And, like, there was a couple points where, like, you know, one would run and, like, would run right into, like, a branch hanging over. It's like, dude, there's no way you did not see that. Like, you need to act that better. It was basically the villains from Home Alone. Like it was literally that. Like they may as well yeah. run into each other and been like, "Ooh, yeah, no, totally." Like it, it was. It was the Three Stooges. It, it, it was it's like, "Oh, Three Stooges, fucking fumbling over each other and running into yeah. things on purpose." Like it made no sense at all. But while Flea was slapping the bass. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't wait home to write the the new Red Hot Chili Peppers album. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I noticed that too. And like, clearly, they're trying to make Leia seem like force force sensitive as a child, and like all that. Even though later on, she has no force abilities at all until Episode Eight. But you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't really work in the timeline, but I'm fine with it. Maybe she hits her head and forgets that she knows the force. Who the fuck knows? I think there is again press like precedence for it from the comics and. and the comics so yeah, yeah so but even it was cool well, I think I'm fine where, like, like, all, all i really want is some badass fucking jedi lightsaber shit going on some yeah. cool like 
you know, blaster fights, the Inquisitors chasing them. Just give me some cool We're going to get some dope Obi-Wan Inquisitor fights. There's no doubt we're going to get that. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, that would be great. I, uh, I'm very excited to see where the show goes. It sucks. I mean, I'm glad it's only six episodes in a way, but there's no room to fuck off. You can't have the third episode be, uh, hey, here's yeah, a like boring a filler. filler episode. Like, let's go. Let's keep this pace going. Yeah, I agree. I like the pace we're having. I hope we stay that way, and I hope we continue to move around. It's, you know, yeah. but I mean, it's hard to say now that you know we're. I don't know. I guess it could. We could go off planet a bit more, but it seems like he's pretty set on watching over the kids. So, yeah, but I mean, it's the same as like Mandalorian or whatever. Like he always has to go to somewhere to get something. To do he's something. Like, I could totally, yeah. totally see the same thing. He's like, okay, we have to go get this droid repaired, so let's go to this planet to get talk to you know whoever. They get the droid repaired, and then he's like, all right, now we got to go to Blake to get. And then he know, goes in, whatever. and then he goes in. And he's like, hi, I need to get this droid repaired. And then the guy turns around and he's like, any? Any? <laughs> if Wano is in this, I will fucking die. If Give Wano me Wano. This, it's going to be amazing. I hope Wano's in this. Just so you know, my buddy bought a 3D printer. And uh, he's like all over. He just like like loves to print now. So he's always finding shit to print. And he sent me... Uh, a link the other day for a Watto stack, like a little figure, like scaled to six inch scale. That'd be and awesome. It doesn't, it doesn't move or anything, but it's still like whatever, right? So he he sends it to me. He's like, "It's three bucks. Do you want it?" And I was like, "Yeah, man, get one for me." So he <laughs> bought it. Now he's gonna print me a few. I'm gonna I'm gonna paint one for you and me. Yeah, that's funny. awesome. Man. No, fuck, if they put that if they put Watto in this, I would be so happy. I was nice to your mother, honey. <laughs> so good. Uh, one of the other toy streams that I listened to, uh, toying around, he was doing an impression, and it like all of a sudden kind of started to turn into like Borat a little bit. And he was like mixing <laughs> Borat and Watto, and he's like three hundred credits. Very nice. Very nice. I better much like your mother. <laughs> so good. Oh. Yeah, no, I, uh, I, I, Waddle's the best part of the prequels, man. Come on. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. So, yeah, I, uh, I love this. I thought it was great. I left and I was like, this is fucking sick. I can't wait to watch them again. I'll probably watch these again this weekend, too, because I really liked it. Yeah, same. I, I actually watched them on my phone, so I'm going to probably watch them again just to watch them on the big screen. But, um, yeah, I, I dug them. I, I can't wait for the next episode. Like, for a show that I wasn't really that excited for, like I'm over, I'm definitely way higher than I thought I'd be on it. So nice. that's great. I I like going in with little expectations because then it's so easy to surpass them. And yes, same thing absolutely. for the Marvel. Like, yep. I hope it, I hope it surpasses them. Same here. I hope it does too. Uh, but we'll see yep. on that one. But I mean, yeah, I've been know. excited for Obi Wan, and and uh, like this is probably one of the most anticipated things for me coming out this year. So I would say, as somebody who was very excited, uh, this definitely delivered for me. So I really liked it a lot. Did you watch the uh, Andor trailer? I did watch the Andor trailer. And um, it didn't like get me really excited, but there were definitely some really cool imagery in the, like that that part where they walk out of that big empty Senate room. And I was just like, yep. oh, man. like I love seeing... Like that kind of timeline, that part of the timeline for me is awesome because it's like I'm super intrigued in with the like transfer from the Republic to the Empire and like seeing that transition kind of happen. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like we we play around in that kind of time area, like with the Bad Batch uh cartoon that yeah. they put out there. So it's like I, you know, I kind of got into it a bit there, and now uh it seems like we're gonna spend some more time there. So yeah, I'm I'm all for that. I love seeing that transition of going from clones to recruited army people and Yeah, no, I, I thought it was really interesting. I I, I like I don't know a lot about what the show's gonna be about or whatever, but I Me neither. I, I thought it looked interesting and I I'm excited for it. I was like I, this it can, if it can stay up to this quality of like you know, Obi Wan and Mandalorian, I'll be very happy. Me too. 
I think it gets risky when they go too heavy on the member berries, which, but again, like, I think I'd said this during Book of Boba Fett, but like, the problem with Book of Boba Fett to me was like, the, the only memorable things from the episodes were the things, were the member berries, were the things where I was like, oh, that's super nostalgic. But it's that's like, all it was. That was all it was. The only things that were stood out to me were the stuff that was playing off nostalgia, right? So, I don't. Sure. There was no story to the show. It was exactly, never buried. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So as long no, as we can mix them in with a good story, then I'm I'm for as much nostalgia as they want to throw at me. Like honestly, so, I would love to see Ahsoka at, at, in some form in this. That would be fucking amazing. I don't know if we'll actually get to see that, but I would love it if we did. I have a uh, feeling you will. I feel like we're going to spend a bit of time with Mandalore too, because I heard that uh, they might touch on uh, Obi-Wan, uh, the girl that he was in love with, that the queen, uh, Satine, I think her name was. She's, um, her name's escaping me, the Mandalorian girl with the, the red hair from okay. Mando season two. Her okay. sister, her sister, uh, and Ob- was the queen of Mandalore, and Obi-Wan and her were in love. Oh, okay. so uh, Darth Maul actually kills her in front of Obi Wan. Um, so yeah, I'm wondering if we're gonna touch on any of that stuff because I saw that some of the recommended reading and viewing for Obi Wan, and there was a good chunk of the princess. Uh, I think her name's Satine, but I might I might be wrong. Um, but yeah, there was quite a bit. Of, there was quite a bit of that stuff in it. So I'm hoping we get. Yeah, no, I mean that sounds that. cool. Dude. But I, I like they're gonna want to set up, a, uh, like a show Ahsoka at some point, right? Like, yes, because that it, is that's supposed to come out this year too, right? End of the year, yeah. So, and then Mandalorian threes, I think they said February, February next year. Yeah, yeah, so we're gonna have a lot of Star Wars. If it's good, I don't care. Yeah, I'm saying if it's great, then good. If if it's bad, then you can keep it. I'll still watch it, but yeah. I know it's all lie, but I mean, as long as it's better, action, it's, it's better when it's good. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I, I like I said, I, I liked it. I can't wait for next week. I hope it's great. Uh, it kind of sucks that we won't get to talk about it really, but I know that is a bummer, especially because you're liking it. Yeah, but I, I mean, like there's going to be a lot of stuff that you'll appreciate more if you know the full story of too. So yeah, I, I mean, we won't get to chat about it. We could chat privately about it, yes, and we when can. we come back, you know, we'll have uh, four episodes to talk about, so we can dig deep on that, though. Yeah. True dat, son. True dat. So, yeah, that's that's the plan. It's uh, four weeks from today, June 24th, we'll come back, we'll talk the last four episodes of Obi-Wan, and then the following week, we'll talk about Miss Marvel and maybe Jurassic World Dominion. Yeah. And you then... Know it. Uh, We'll be back in the swing of things. Then we got Thor coming up right after that. So it'll be a busy, uh, like, three, four weeks there. Yeah, we'll have lots of stuff to talk about. Yay, so fun. And then we'll have a dry period from, like, middle of July till fucking the end of August. Ooh. We'll figure something out. It'll be good. So uh, next Yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, next week, uh, for me, I don't know if I'm doing Whip Wednesday or not, so... I'm tr- I'm gonna probably. What's that? So stay tuned. Maybe you will. Maybe you won't. You never know. You gotta maybe you gotta follow. Well, so next week I'm starting my shelves finally because I finally oh, okay. finished all my projects on my plate. So nice. I'm going to move over to my my shelves next. So it'd be good. So I might That's do awesome. I might do if if I can finish my first shelf before Wednesday, I'll do a live stream and I'll do my second shelf that's on my list because it's the, t- the first one I'm doing is Power Rangers, which I love. But the problem is, is it's like seven feet in the air. And it's like, I don't really know how I can logistically get my cameras up there and be able to like manage a chat session. While you need like I'm a shoulder on, while I'm, yeah, while I'm on a ladder. So, uh, yeah. so yeah, I don't think I can do that one, but if I do my second shelf, which is my Spider-Man shelf, that's second on the list, it's kind of like at like a, more normal level so yeah so if i'm doing if i can get to that shelf by wednesday i'll probably do a live stream but if not then i'll probably take a couple weeks off my live streams because i'll be traveling and i won't really be able to do anything so 
Well, the only way you're ever going to know is if you're following yeah, customs by Matthew and you follow him on YouTube and find out what he is up to and where he is going. Segue. And you know, I'm king of segues now. I got That's used to it. It took me segue. 72 episodes. <laughs> I like how Finn's trying to hump you while you segue. <laughs> yeah. How's little Finny doing? Is he feeling better? Ah, he's still a little uh, sneezy and stuff, but I don't know. I mean, I think he's just got allergies. Hmm. That's normal for dogs, I think. I think a lot of dogs have allergies. I don't know. I mean, the the vet said that it's not typical for him to have allergies, but he's like he could easily pick up a cough from walking him, and another dog passes by him, and it transfers that way. Like, like it's very easy for dogs to pick up little things. So. Dog vid nineteen. Exactly. 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 Let's hope that that doesn't happen because if dogs start getting COVID, then we just cancel everything. They're gonna get monkeypox instead. <laughs> That's what all my friends kept telling me all week. They're like, "Oh, maybe you don't have COVID, but you got monkeypox." I'm like, "Shut <laughs> up, <coughs> Brian! You need to stop having right, sex so, with monkeys." I already told you that. No, uh, it's usually koalas, but. <laughs> Um, that's it for this week. And that's yeah. it till June 24th. So if you're not following Matt, follow Matt. If you want to follow me, follow Moose Milk Media on Instagram. Go over to our YouTube channel, follow that. Subscribe to the podcast on uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And our art is done by Atchini Milled Art. And that's it. We appreciate you uh, watching and commenting and <clears throat> following along. Moose Muscle Milk. Thanks, buddy. Chat soon. Yeah, see ya. See ya.